Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 134 of Curry in the Pot. This is a very special episode, as you guys can see, if you're watching it on YouTube, um, if you tuned in on iTunes podcast and SoundCloud. Obviously, this is a very, very special episode, man. I'm joined by two guests here, and I'm going to introduce them in a moment. But, um, you know, we're back again. We're back with another quarantine-style episode, man. I hope everybody continues to stay home and stay safe. And shout out to all the essential workers, man. You know, we really, really appreciate all your hard work and everything you're doing. It doesn't go unnoticed. All the doctors, the nurses, people working with food, um, people handling mail, all of those type of people, man. So we really, really appreciate you all. And I know a lot of things are starting to open back up, but I still encourage everybody to continue to just stay home and stay safe and take all the necessary precautions. But as I mentioned, and obviously as you can see on the screen, we have a very special episode, man. I have two, I have two special guests, and we are actually high school classmates, man. So one the math in the building. Um, shout out to the class of 2013. And yeah, so first up, man, I got my guy uh, who was on an episode a while back, man. Uh, it was probably my favorite episode that I've ever done, man. We had a really, really good dialogue. He talked about his fight with stage two Hopkins lymphoma, and he just talked about, you know, just everything that's going on in his life, man. And it was a really, really heartfelt episode, man. So if you missed that one, make sure I go back, man, maybe about 60 episodes ago, man. My guy, Chris Adorichan, man. Welcome back, man. DC United is home, man. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for having me back again, man. It's a pleasure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And last but not least, man, my guy at the bottom of your screen, my guy from Minnesota United Football Club, my guy, Ja'Cory Hayes, man. Ja'Cory, welcome. Thanks for having me. What's going on? Hey, man. So how's everybody doing real quick, man, before we get into everything that I got to discuss? How, how are you guys doing? How's your family doing? I know, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on in the world. We're still in the midst of a pandemic. You know, obviously, you know, a lot of social injustice stuff is going on. But how are you guys doing, man? Genuinely, how are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay over here. Uh, family's good, so can't complain about that. You know, half of my family's over there in Ghana, and mm -hmm. uh, my brother and father, and they're doing good over there too. So you know, I can't really complain too much on that. It's good to hear, man. Yeah, Jacob, uh, what about you, bro? Yeah, my family's doing well. Like two of my sisters, uh, one from college and high school, they both graduated, so I had to do the whole virtual online graduation. So that was that was a little weird, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, all in all, everybody's doing well. Yes, sir. And shout out to all the 2020 graduates. I just graduated from Bowie State University and my virtual graduation was actually yesterday. It was it was very different, you know, weird, obviously, but it, it was still it was still great, man. It was still great. So, again, shout out to all the 2020 graduates, you know, high school, college. Shout out to everyone. Yo, congrats to you. Got, thank yeah, you, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you guys, man. So I got a couple of things I want to ask you guys, you know. We got, you know, social injustice, racial injustice, stuff, Black Lives Matter. I want to talk to you guys about that, especially to you, Jacord, because you actually live in Minnesota and you play for Minnesota United. And um, obviously, both of you guys released statements after everything that has happened. Rest in peace to George Floyd, you know, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, you know, all the, you know, Blacks who have had their, you know, lives taken, you know, unfortunately. But how have you guys been coping with this? And how do you guys also, I want to ask, how do you guys plan on using your voices and your platforms going forward? Yeah, I know for me, it's uh, it's now in kind of the action stages. Um, you know, we're, 
I've had talks, or myself and teammates have had talks with you know the management of Minnesota United to see how the club moves forward and how they're going to impact change in the community. So we've had our discussions to try to get the ball rolling to get you know new or like get involved with organizations, start new programs within the club to help you know the community around us and you know helping the minority groups that are especially around the stadium. Um, so. Uh, yeah, we're, it's now it's a, about action, and then my platform personally, just kind of passing on any articles that I read, any you know, any bits of information that I, I, I that I learn from, I'm going to share it to my to my peers, and um, that's kind of how I'm going to use my platform from now on. And you know, now it's kind of getting these groups together to try to enact some change actually into the community. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, for me, uh, initially. You know, it was a self-reflection period. Uh, even Jacor and I talked about this together, how I had to really take time and reflect on the fact that, you know, I'm a four-year professional soccer player here, here in D.C., my hometown team, you know, and I had to ask myself, what, what have I really been doing for, for my brothers and sisters in my home hometown? And, you know, to be truthfully honest, I haven't been doing much at all. Um, and, you know, I had to eat that for a bit and think about that and sit in that for a while. But, you know, now it's at the point, it's like, man, what do I have to do now? How do I move forward now? And I think uh, using my platform as a professional soccer player, uh, I don't know if you saw the the formation of the Black Players Coalition of MLS, but, uh, you know, 70 plus Black MLS players, we all got together, had weekly meetings on how we move forward and, uh, and and making change within our league and also in uh, you know our communities for our specific teams uh, and markets that we're in. So you know we formed that, and I think a lot of good things are going to come from that. Um, I, we can touch on that more if you like. And also, as Jacory said, you know I've had talks with management and the organization of DC United. Uh, you know, I, I've talked to our owner, our coaches, other players of how we move forward and bettering our community here in D.C. And also me personally, I'd like to see some things done in uh, PG County as well. You know, that being my hometown. So uh, we definitely have a lot of good things coming. The, the club is very proactive in the situation. And, you know, they, we formed a diversity and inclusion committee. You know, we had a meeting yesterday about things that we're going to do. You know, I can't really release those things, but, you know, there's going to be a lot of good things. I can assure, assure you guys a lot of good things. So, you know, I think my platform, um, I think is more than just, you know, social media postings for me. It's, you know, really, really doing things and really making change in the community. And I think having the backing of, you know, big things like the MLS and a big organization like DC United, you know, that's the way that I can really impact more people on, on a broader scale. So uh, that's absolutely what absolutely great stuff, guys. Real quick before we kind of switch gears. So I, I, I know, Chris, I know I've talked to you and you did some protests. And I know you pr protested with uh, some of the D.C. Uh, other D.C. professionals, the Mystics and the Wizards. Uh, Jacory, I don't know about you. I believe I believe I saw you protest on Juneteenth as well, if I'm not mistaken. But um, can you guys just touch on uh, the protest, man? Yeah, so I, I've been to a couple protests now. Uh, the first one was on uh, the 6th, I believe. 
you know, that was the big one in, uh, on, in D.C., you know, right after uh, the mayor put in the Black Lives Matter Plaza. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went with one of my teammates, Bill Hamid. You know, he's the biggest name on our team. You know, he's been on the, he's from D.C. area, big name, uh, our goalkeeper on our team. So we went together and, you know, it was just a powerful moment. You know, so many people, hundreds of thousands of people. And you saw the, the diversity there. Uh, the 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 voices being loud and you know it was really beautiful to see and beautiful to be a part of and then also I went to another one a couple weekends ago uh, with uh, or was it last weekend with you know Washington Wizards I don't know if you saw their their uh, march and protest to Martin Luther King Memorial so I jumped Bill and I joined in in that as well. And, you know, that was great as well. Uh, so, you know, it was great being out there with the people and, you know, really standing for something that we believe in and, you know, really making our voices heard to to make change. Absolutely. Shakur? Yeah, yeah I've gone to, you know, a couple of food drives to donate uh, supplies and, um, you know, walk down the one of the main roads here, Hennepin, just to see some of the murals and the artwork along the along the streets and see kind of the messages that people are saying. And then, like you said, on Juneteenth, going to a couple of different festivals just to, you know, show support to the, all the local artists and local people, you know, pr- trying to celebrate, you know, a, a new day that, um, a, a new holiday. I think a lot of people are just opening their eyes to. So hopefully it's something, a, a new tradition that we start from years going forward, just, uh, trying to celebrate Juneteenth and, uh, yeah, that was like Chris said, it's, it's powerful once you get out there and see all the different faces, um, you know, just being being around people that, that look like you, that under, you don't have to say anything. They understand the same hurt. They understand, you know, the same emotions that you felt in various moments. So it's uh, uh, it's it's something that's truly special. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, guys, I want to transition to, you know, more of a lighter note and. Talk. Let's get back to soccer, man. Let's talk about it. You know, obviously, a lot of professional sports are coming back. You know, obviously, things were shut down through the COVID. Pretty much everything in the world was shut down through the COVID. You know, of course, sports. But are you guys talk to me about you guys' excitement? I know you guys are getting ready to come back and start playing on July eighth and um in orlando but just talk to me real quick about the excitement for the people i'm just going to give some quick facts i actually had to do a little bit of homework and you guys know this i had to do a little bit of homework man but mls is coming back obviously nba is coming back WNBA is coming back and baseball is coming back as well um so we got mls coming back as i mentioned you know july 8th you guys will play and um, that's when the group stage begins, July 25th through the 28th. That will be the knockout stage, which is the round of 16. And then July 30th through August 1st will be the quarterfinals. And August 5th through 6th will be the semifinals. And August 11th will be the finals. So, guys, just talk to me about, obviously, you guys may be experiencing different emotions, you know, due to, you know, COVID and all of that. But just talk to me, man. Are you guys excited? Um, You know, I know you guys have been ramping up. Ja'Cory told me he's been ramping up. He's been excited to get back out there. But just talk to me, guys. Talk to me about you guys' excitement and also maybe some of your concerns. Yeah, I know right now I'm I'm pretty tired. (laughs) They're putting us through the ringer trying to get us in another preseason. Uh, But, you know, we're going to be prepared for games. And, you know, I'm just excited just to play soccer games again. You know, it's... uh, stop watching it on TV and like stop just like laying on my bed and stuff like that. Just actually getting out there and 
um, playing games. And it was cool to just to see the guys. You don't realize how much you miss them. You know, for in my instance, I only met them for a couple of weeks before uh, this shutdown happened. But it was, it was cool just to see the guys again and just have fun on the field. Yeah, man, I'm uh, excited to be back as well. You know, we we went through preseason. You know, you're with guys every day, training twice a day, you know, getting ready for the season. Our season kicks off. We only have two games before everything shuts down. And then now we're finally get, being able to get back together and train every day. You know, it's just a more, more normal lifestyle as we're used to. Uh, so, you know, excited about that. And we're going down to Florida next week. And uh, it's just, you know, we're just prepping for this tournament. And as you said, there, there are some concerns. It's going to be different. A lot of things different. You know, we're going to be in this bubble, this resort that, you know, we probably it's going to be pretty strict, you know, to avoid COVID uh, outbreaks and things like that. And also with Orlando going down there, it's going to be really hot. So, you know, I think the games are only going to be at what, eight in the morning and then like eight thirty at night and ten thirty at night. So, you know, that's just not what we're used to. We're not used to playing professional games at eight in the morning, uh, trying to avoid high weather. So a lot of things are going to be different as no one knows exactly how it's going to go. There's a lot of moving pieces still, but at the end of the day, you know, we're professional soccer players and we're happy to be back playing soccer and, you know, doing our jobs. Yes, that sir. That night so, game is going to be okay. tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That night game is going to be oh, tough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's my bedtime. We got two games at really? 30. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna be practicing staying up all night once I get down there. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you got to man. Um, so uh, one more thing before we go, I know there's been talks and there's been you know professionals and NBA and WNBA that are considering sitting out. Well, they are sitting out actually. You know, Avery Bradley's not gonna play. Guys like Trevor Ariza. And on a WNBA scale, Natasha Cloud of the Mystics, she's going to sit out. Chenea Gwumake. Did you guys ever consider sitting out? Or was that an option for you guys? Or you guys just wanted to get back out there? Uh, Jacor, you might be best elaborating yeah. part of the Players Association. So I'll let you. Yeah, I think uh, like if you don't go down, there's a you know penalty for like a pay cut or something like that. So not going down, never really caught cross my mind um mm -hmm. you know i know a lot of guys express concerns because they had pregnant girlfriends or pregnant wives um you know being away from family for so long so that that kind of led into negotiations for this whole tournament kind of trying to shorten the, the length of time that we're down there so guys aren't away from families for too long but um i don't know of any players off the top of my head that aren't going down there right now but i could just be out of the loop uh, on that but yeah I, I know there's a lot of players that when we were discussing this whole thing that were pretty concerned about just leaving their families for that long and what happens with my my wife who's pregnant and due at this time or how is my wife going to eat or whatever especially for international players how's my family going to eat mm -hmm. without me there and stuff like that so um it, it is a, a sacrifice from a lot of players on that standpoint and uh I'm not really sure if anyone has decided to just stay back like the players you mentioned in the other league. So I'm not really sure on that point. Okay, good stuff. I mean, you still pretty much, uh, you know, gave me what I was looking for. So I really appreciate you for that. But um, I really want to thank you guys so much uh, for coming on to the show, man. I know we've been trying to coordinate this thing um, for about a week or two now. But, you know, I, I knew what happened, man. I knew it would definitely 
you know, come around and we would definitely, you know, sit down and have the discussion, man. So I really, really appreciate both of you guys for coming on, man. Like I said, one to Matha, man. Uh, this is this is a little bit of a long time coming, but we definitely we definitely worked this out, man. So I want to wish both of you guys the best of luck in Orlando, and I'm going to root for you guys. I'm definitely going to have to check it out, man. I'm going to have to tune in because I don't. It's nothing to do. It's nothing to do. I know people are getting are getting a little crazy because stuff is opening back up, but I'm not that guy, man. I'm I've always been a homebody, so I'm gonna definitely have to check you guys out and definitely show my love and support for you guys. I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate yeah, it. Bro. Just, just stay up late. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's gonna be a little hard for me too, bro. Even even the eight AM games too. That's gonna be a little yeah. tricky for me too. Hit, hit that D, hit that DVR, bro. Record it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <I'm laughs> check out the highlights. <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. But again, I want to thank both of you guys for coming on, man. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, to my audience, this is the first ever pretty much visual episode. I know you guys see me on IG Live uh, from time to time, but this is the first ever episode that I got is going to be up on YouTube, man. So again, thanks to both of these great young men. I really, really appreciate them. You know, these are my high school classmates. You know, we're all brothers for life. So again, man, I really appreciate both of you guys coming on. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. You know, and I'm always wanting to come back on when we can talk basketball again. You know. Oh yeah, man! You already know. You already know, man. Yeah, NBA, put, NBA, put me in there too, too bro. Yeah, there that's too. a bet. That's a bet. That's a bet. We're going to do it, man. We're going to do it, man. Sure. Y'all already know how I'm rocking, man. Y'all already know I'm rocking, with the, I'm rocking with the Lakers, man. Y'all already know, man. Y'all know me since. Y'all know me Yo, since what? way back. I've been representing, man. So y'all already know. You know, what other Wizards chances to sneak into the playoffs, bro? <laughs> ah, uh, so I honestly, real quick, I don't really think they have a shot. Um, Davis Bertans is actually sitting out, so that's kind of a blow for them. He was really, really good for them this season. Um, Bradley Bill just gonna have to, he's gonna have to do what he was doing. He's gonna have yeah. to, he's gonna have to put up some big Might numbers. Turn up man. A notch. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. I looked at their schedule because the schedules came out, I believe, last night. Mm-hmm. And I did look at it. And it's not it's not like it's not hard. It's not like super hard. It's not crazy. Um, so, you know, there is a little bit of hope, man. But I mean, I think I think they could get in, though, to be honest with you. But I think they can. But I, if I had to bet on it, I wouldn't bet on it, especially because Bertans ain't going to be there either. Even if they do what they play Milwaukee. First round. <laughs> yeah, they had to play uh, Milwaukee first round, so that would be yeah. – I don't know. They don't want those problems. They, they, they play they, – see, the thing is, they play good against Giannis, but they can't stop Chris Middleton. Yeah, I was Chris at that Middleton, Yeah, that Chris point. Middleton lit him up. So, yeah, man. But y'all, y'all know me, man. I'm going with the Lakers all the way. So, y'all, y'all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chris, Chris is team LeBron, too. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you team yeah, LeBron, too? I, I want it for LeBron. I want it for LeBron. For sure, for yeah. sure. All right. I'm, I'm glad we could all agree on something right there, man. <laughs> uh, but again, man, I want to thank both of you guys for coming on, man. This was really, really fun for me and definitely a change of pace. Yeah, I know I'm usually super heavy into the basketball, super heavy into the football. But whenever I can, you know, get a chance and, you know, be a little diverse and talk some soccer, man, which is a, which is a great sport, man, the most global sport that we have. And, um, you know, it's great to talk about that whenever I do get the chance. But I'm going to definitely, you know, promise both of you guys that I will 
I will watch more soccer, man. I will watch more soccer because I don't, I don't know a ton. I mean, I played when I was a kid, but I don't know. I, I just don't. It's, it's so many leagues. I guess, I guess that's the <laughs> tricky part for me. That's the tricky part for me. I know you got MLS, Premier League, and that's all I know off the top of my head. So, <laughs> but again, man, I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for both of you guys for coming on, man. And to my audience, this is episode number one thirty-four. I'm signing out. Mike Curry is done. Peace.